Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You are listening to Welcome Home. On today's episode, we're talking with the one and only Ty Pennington about his new show, new book, and why America is so enamored with DIY and home renovation. We'll take you behind the scenes of extreme home makeover and talk about why getting to help real life families in need might just be the greatest job in the world. Plus, what it takes to be the Christopher Columbus of the television DIY movement, why building someone a coffin may land you your dream job, and the truth about what really happens in 48 hours on trading spaces. All that and more on this week's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And we welcome everyone been... to the Welcome Home podcast. And a lot of welcoming. A lot welcome. of it's. I feel welcome. It was a fun episode. Let me just tell you guys. I guess we're about to, you'll hear it. Well, we don't often interview men, I feel like. Which oh, is that's a, very... a good point. Yeah, it's always interesting when you get a guy on there. And also, like, he's kind of famous. I mean, <laughs> uh, FYI, I mean, I'm going to go with household name on this one. So Ty Bennington, we love him. He's America's favorite carpenter, although we'll we'll drill down on that one in a little bit. Um. Okay, and also, yeah, he is a pretty big deal, and he was on our show. You guys, we can't get a travel blogger on our show. We have been trying. Yeah, we're having a lot of trouble getting a travel blogger. Like, we thought it would be great. We really want to do a show about travel. If anyone has any travel bloggers that they love or Instagram travel people, send us their names because we're going to try to get someone, but these people don't have time for us. But Ty Pennington does. But he made good time. One He's of these travel guy. bloggers will chat with us. Yeah. He's written a new book. I mean, that's the thing. I think sometimes when you're such a doer, you just are moving 24 hours a day, which he is. I think he's got a new show there. You know, there's, they're revitalizing trading spaces. Yeah. It started, it's been on for like a month, Graham. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, I I'm not kidding. I love that show. It's like one of my faves. Okay. Um, we're going to get to that interview. It is really fun. But first we have a sponsor for this episode. Yes, we are sponsored by Green Chef. What is Green Chef? For those of you who don't know, a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. So how does Green Chef plans? They include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten-free and omnivore. Basically, if you're not on one of those eating plans, I mean, I don't know what you're eating. Yeah. Yeah, they make Green Chef makes achieving your 2019 goals pretty easy for being healthy with dinner options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. You can kind of switch up your meal plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat. So that's kind of cool. Like if you're paleo and you want to be um, vegan, you can you can kind of make that switch seamlessly. Because that seems rather, like a really dramatic switch, Graham. I don't know. I think that's a really neat idea, though, right? Right. Like, because people, I, feel like, I feel like they're eating tons of meat. And then vegans wouldn't eat I, any meat or cheese. I was choosing your own adventure. Pescatarian, you want to switch to heart smart, whatever it is. I mean, I feel like every time you want to make that switch, Kirsten, you go to the library, you buy like 1,200 books and make your switch. Like you can just say, okay, green chef, do it for me. <laughs> so um, everything's handpicked and delivered right to your door. Ingredients are pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped for you. I just made the other night the salmon with the, what is it, the red pepper sauce? It yeah, was so good. Saying. 
the kids ate the salmon. We put the sauce on top. It was delish, super easy to make. And um, that was certainly my favorite recipe that I've made lately. We have an amazing offer for everyone. All you have to do is go to greenchef.us forward slash WH podcast. So greenchef.us forward slash WH podcast. Sounds a little kooky. We're going to say it one more time greenchef.us forward slash WH podcast, and you'll get $50 off your first box. So nutshell, they almost let you try your first box for free. Um, so you might as well just give it a whirl. Yeah, give it a try. If you've been uh, wanting to try one of these, you might as well take advantage of this great deal. And thank you, Green Chef. All right. We have listener question, which was so sweet. It was like the nicest thing in the whole wide world. We had Mary Beth Avery right in. She's one of our listeners from Louisville, Kentucky, and we're actually going to play her question for you and then see if we can answer it. Hi, Kirsten and Graham. This is Mary Beth Avery from Louisville, Kentucky. I love your show and look forward to it every week. I love especially hearing about your parties and was curious if there was a certain timeline that you follow um, for getting ready for your parties. Um, when do you start cooking? When do you get your, your your decorations together? When do you invite people? How far out? Uh, do you have a checklist for your parties? Things that you know you need to get ready? Um, things that you do before every party? I'm sure everyone is different. Uh, thank you for answering my question and can't wait to hear the answer. Bye. Oh, okay. That's a great question. That's a lot. That could be technically that's that's actually kind of called a whole episode. Thanks, <laughs> Mary and Beth. But we're gonna do our best. So Girl, that, well, I think it's really hard because um, you know, it depends on the party, right? Like you do a lot of little parties. I do a lot of little parties. So I'm gonna we're gonna make this relatively brief, but I my parties are usually happen on Friday or Saturday night. So top of the week, I will open up my planner and I will like jot down what I want the menu to be for the party. And then I'll put everything together as the week goes. Um, I'll usually invite people maybe two to three weeks out, I would say. I don't think any more. I've noticed if you invite people more than three weeks out, they, like, you have a really diminished group at your party. Yeah. Or then there's more time for people to have, oh, I forgot about this or somebody got sick. You know what I mean? I think that, I don't right. think it, yeah, I, don't, I think, I think that's a good point. I think if you do it too far in advance as far as sending out invitations, then Mm -hmm. something happens I don't know what it is and yeah it's like it's not a real yes or a real no right parties go haywire I think three weeks ideal two is good I have a lot of success with last minute parties on like the day of yeah I don't it's it is funny I don't think there's like a great correlation between giving people a lot of notice and like how it's going to work out mm -hmm. um okay. one thing I do I I label everything if we're talking like a buffet or whatever I'm one of those who put the sticky notes in all of my um, dishes. Like I've got everything like laid out. Okay. I was about to say that my mother-in-law does that too. Cause she'll host. You you know, you my well, I got it from her though. Cause you know, my husband's from a pretty big family. So, so whenever there's like a family dinner or whatever, she has to kind of set the table in advance. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she puts out all of her plates and then puts a sticky note in it. Like this is going to be, you know, mm -hmm. rolls. This is going to be chips. This is going to mm -hmm. be asparagus, whatever. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a good one. So I just hosted my like big once a year party um, that had like 400 people at it, the crazy crawfish party. And that, I mean, that I had to start planning like a month in advance. Yeah. You were down, you were making spreadsheets because you do that crazy macaroni and cheese thing, which is so disgusting, but I love that you do that. Um, Kate Kirsten, basically, oh, I'm going to tell you 12 bags of macaroni and cheese were gone. I did not anticipate that. 
They ate the whole thing. Twelve bags of mac. Basically, and I'm not talking. Bites. I'm not talking like a craft box of macaroni and cheese. I'm talking like when you go buy a bag of macaroni shells from the store. From tw- Costco. Well, from Safeway, but. Okay, so normal size spaghetti bag or normal yes. size macaroni bag. bags. But the other funny thing Kirsten does is she buys in bulk that little dried cheese sauce. Oh, it's so good. And it's so much better. It's like organic. Huh. Well, just because I don't want to open all those packages. But yeah, no, like we had to go out and, okay, actually, do you guys have Total Wine? I think we might have talked about this, but do you have Total Wine? No, we don't. Okay, okay so for anyone planning a big party who has Total Wine in their neighborhood, um, they were so awesome at like, and like they have a calculator on their website. Okay, well, I guess you don't even need to be there, but they have a calculator on their website that says like the first hour of a party, people drink two cocktails. And then after that, it's like one cocktail an hour and you, and 50% of people drink wine, 50% of people drink beer. And there's like, just, you enter in how many hours your party is and how many people are going to be there. And it kind of gives you how much you should buy, which hmm. is really is helpful. And for men and women, like, can you break it out boy and girl? Like, no, it doesn't do that. But it also, it also, it was great because there's, like I went around with the wine manager and he was like, okay, it's the middle of the day. It's going to be 90 degrees. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you only need like, you know, a quarter of it to be red wine because nobody's going to drink red wine. And like, totally right. You know, and then it was like rosé. Well, which rosé is like the most common, you know, the one that most people like to drink. And, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, it was just really like very helpful for like how much Chardonnay versus how much Sauvignon Blanc. And he like walked me through all that. And that had been really stressful. But again, I did that like four days before the party. That's good. I think another thing too is taking the stress out. So Mary Beth, another thing we do that I love, I've, I've, it's been so freeing. I make maximum one to two things for a party. Like at every, and I've outsourced the rest. I have enough places now where like I know a good spot to pick up fried chicken, or I know a good place to get you know pimento cheese or whatever it is. But I will, I will leave it to myself to make one or two things so that I can serve it. And so when so, and someone inevitably says, "Did you make that?" I can say, "Oh, I did. I made that one thing, whatever." Um, but that's about it. Other than that, I feel like it's just too stressful to cook everything. I agree with that. And then, you know, the other thing that I think I really, that's really helped make party planning more fun is the thing that stresses me out the most. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be honest about it because really usually the thing that stresses you out the most is really not that stressful. <laughs> you know, it's planning a party. This is not brain surgery, but something to you know, do stress you out. I just write down what that is. And then I just do it first because otherwise I just won't do it. So like, I always get really stressed out by tablecloths and like, what? yeah, like I just always feel like, oh, is it like a round table or a square table? And like, I'm gonna have to like rent a tablecloth or go on, Am- which by the way, tablecloths are so cheap now on Amazon. I bought all new tablecloths for this party I had last weekend. And now I have, and I've got a store room, which is kind of a nice, but, nice tablecloths. No, they're just, I mean, they're basic white oh, tablecloths okay. and they were like six or eight bucks each. They were not expensive. And now I have them. And you know, like you can rent a topper if you want, or you can, you know, do a fun topper or whatever, but now I've just got the basic white tablecloths. And you it's know, I think that's nice. what I need. And you know what? I think that almost, this sounds terrible, but the cheaper, the better. The linen ones that I had to put out for Easter, I kept looking at it and being like, ugh, all these creases everywhere. Totally. Yeah. No, these are super cheap. These don't Why wrinkle. Are, and, right. and I just threw them in the wash with a bunch of bleach because they're just white. But the truth is like to rent, to rent them was like almost the same price as to buy them. And now I have them and I'll never need to rent them again. And they- Now you can stress about something else. Now I can stress about something else. But like, but that would have been like a big stressor for me before. Like what kind of tablecloths do I need? And that's the kind of thing where I would just go to Party City and I wouldn't have thought about it. 
and then I'd buy all the wrong things. And then I turn them. You know what stresses me out is kid food. I feel like I'm always planning for the adults, right? You have your appetizer, let me make sure all the drinks are ready. All you know, the food is ready. It's everything served warm, and then I feel like all these kids show up and they want to eat. And I'm like, oh, now I've got to make kid plates. I think making kid plates is my biggest stressor for a party. Lately, I have just been saying, you know what? Chick-fil-A party plotters. Boom. Yeah, except like from a moth to a flame. The parents will eat those things. There's nothing. I mean, those things will be slammed down in two seconds. Yeah, that's true. Have we answered this question or are we helpful at all? I think so. Mary Beth, did we do a good job? Let us know. Oh, wait, no. Thank you to everyone. We have gotten, we asked you guys to re- do review the show on iTunes and all of a sudden. Oh, that's right. That was wonderful. Thank you for everyone. We've had so many people write that. us reviews, you guys. Thank you so much. That means just the world to us. Thank you. Made our day. Mary. Graham called me. Graham called me the morning I was throwing that big party and is like, I know you got a lot to do, but I got to go on, on iTunes because so many people wrote that they're listening and that they like the show. So thank you guys. And you give us good suggestions too, honestly. Sorry, Ty, but they really like when you and me just chit chat. <laughs> and on like Ty's kind of in our crew though. I think so. I mean, he's in everyone's, he's in everyone's home. He's in America's home. On that note, welcome Ty Pennington. Yes. Okay. Welcome home, Ty Pennington. This is so exciting. Welcome. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to start. We're a little angry. We have a bone to pick with you, Ty. Um, Yeah. We told you no surprises. So your book, Life to the Extreme with Ty Pennington, I don't know if you've been called on this, but it's the kind of subtitle is How a Chaotic Kid Became America's Favorite Carpenter. Um, since you're published by Zondervan, do you think maybe they should have called you America's second favorite carpenter? <laughs> oh, do you get that a lot? That. Do you get you that a lot? That. Well played. Yeah. But um bum microphone Yay, drop. Hey, ho! <laughs> but oh, seriously. You really, I mean, you really are. You have been a house. Actually, we were, we were actually saying, um, we've never had the opportunity to talk to the Magnolia home people, but I hope they write you thank you notes on a daily basis because you are the first, like you're the founder of this whole genre, really. Well, I mean, that's like, I, I appreciate the, the, um, the vote of confidence on me being the Christopher Columbus of, of the DIY. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's really this old house, but it's kind of a snooze fest. Right. <laughs> yeah, there are a few ahead of us. But no, you're absolutely right. Like, Trading Spaces was the first show that actually put tools in the hands of homeowners. Uh, of course, no one knew how to use them, but that's still, <laughs> we still put them in their hands. Uh, but no, it's, it, it's awesome. I'm actually really stoked to see how how large the genre has grown and and even for you know our friends down in waco i mean we have mutual friends too and i i think they've done a great job of just turning that into a just an amazing brand uh but yeah you know it's 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 kind of cool that um that i mean trust me i had no idea when i went on an audition for trading spaces that not only would it change my life but it would begin to really change the way the world looked at, at, you know, DIY television, not to mention that I should have immediately bought stocks in Home Depot. My God. I mean, yeah. like, you know, it just went, it just went off. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so it's, but it's been an amazing ride. It really has. Like I've had, I mean, look, when I started, like I was, uh, I was, I was a creative, you know, human being who was looking for an outlet, as my shrink said over and over and over, as I was trying to paint his house to pay off my tab. He's like, you really need an outlet. And I was like, don't I? Um, 
And uh, <laughs> so, like, who would have guessed that I would not only find an outlet, but I'd find, like, a, a path that would sort of, like, really change the way I not only looked at, at uh, life, humanity, and, and, and what, like, doing good art really is. And, 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 uh, and like, and just an idea that I, I could actually have uh, an effect on not only one person's life, but a family's and even a community's. And so, like, that's just crazy that, because uh, I, it just sort of changed the way I, I, I am as a human being. So, yeah, it's been just a, a slight change. That's why it's such an extreme book, because I started out being the kid that, like, they tried to leave at a gas station. Like, this cannot this can't be our child. I mean, seriously. You were so bad. We have a military <laughs> academy here, like that's kind of in the middle of nowhere in Alabama. It's, it's a sweet right. little town. And I keep thinking my son might need to go there. Um, yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah. But so you've written, this is not your first book you've written, but the other ones have been more about design and about DIY and carpentry. This one is a lot more personal. It's kind of your backstory. And for, I don't think I knew a lot of this. So would you want to just give our listeners a little bit of an insight into into what this book is about and why you, why you chose to share this story too. Well, to be honest with you, like I've, I've, uh, I've met a lot of people. Um, I mean, let's face it. Like not only have I been um, on a lot of TV shows, but I've been on shows that sort of visit um, a lot of States in America. And with extreme, we would set up, you know, in a town and, so you get to know you get to know the volunteers you work with, and and what I love about my job, I've literally there is like seven degrees of separation with like if I've been like we built a house, somebody you know, uh, whether it be a cousin, a friend of a friend, you know, worked on either the plumbing, the air conditioning, somebody was a volunteer on one of those sites. So there's like there's this connection I have like literally with all of America, which I find amazing. Um, because somebody wore a blue t-shirt at some point that you know and um and that's just how big you know that impact really was across america which i I love but i i ended up talking to a lot of people and people have always come up to me and said man you know you know i know you've had like these struggles with adhd and like you've been such an inspiration to our kid and our and like you know you really show that a lot of people didn't realize that you know um you could find any kind of success having those kind of challenges and i was like well yeah i i never my parents never thought when you know just so you guys know, my parents would freak out if I was mowing the lawn because they thought I'd like mow over my foot. They thought I would like, you know, because I was so accident prone. And like when you're accident prone like that, like the confidence you have at a young age is just unbelievable. You just really believe in yourself. And so, um, so wait, what made so, you pick up power tools? That's what I'm saying. Like I still have all my phalanges. It's not like, like it's not just that. It's not just power tools. I'm working with power tools while I'm talking to a camera like not even looking at like that's my own point like you have that's to really, amazing like you have to you know your stuff lucky but you just need to know like what you're doing at all times so mm-hmm. the idea that i could not only do that but then also you know really have an impact on the community and, and a family be part of a team that really changes lives like that's just crazy that uh that even you know was even possible so i i think for me like starting out um let's just say my mom is a child psychologist and so uh, I was either lucky or unlucky. The fact that when she was studying to be that, she went to my elementary to study the worst kid they had. And they were like, Mrs. Mason, you, you really don't know who that is? <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, why don't you go check out classroom 12A? And uh, you tell us who you think it is. So, um, so yeah, so at an early age, I realized that I had some struggles. Uh, and I, I was probably causing such chaos because I wasn't retaining any 
any of the knowledge that um, the teacher was trying to, you know, embellish on the class. And so instead of like just sitting in the corner and realizing I'm not retaining any of this, I decided to make sure nobody else did either. And so, <laughs> just, you know, a complete a-hole, like where my desk, swing from the blinds, throw erasers, like all the above. And uh, so I guess I got lucky in the sense that my mom really put me through a bunch of guinea pig tests. And, and uh, one of the tests, she gave me is one of these geometric puzzles where you look at the image when all the pieces are together and then all of a sudden they take all the square pieces and they flip them over so all your triangles all your all your all these different designs all of a sudden are mixed up and you've got to put it back together the way it was so you, especially like you know uh, uh what is it called uh image uh remembrance or whatever that is. image uh -huh. so i did it in four seconds my mom was like whoa and I was like, um, is that good? She's like, uh, okay, so you got one thing you're good at, great. So um, because all the other skills, I was absolutely horrible at. <laughs> and so, well, I guess what I'm saying is, is like, um, when you have, we all, we all are so different. All our brains are so completely different. Some are left, some are right. Some are great communicators. Some, um, you know, have certain skills they're really good at. I, I'm basically all, on the creative side like if if the only time i would ever be calm is when i was painting or i was doing crayons or, or working with my hands and so uh so my vocational options were pretty you know limited um at a young age which was which was great that my mom was even thinking that she's like yeah you're not going to have a career in any of those other things so i don't really know what to tell you but uh, i think that's a cool concept though that you and i think a lot of our listeners and mothers especially would find a lot of um positivity in this message because in a way not just because you're quote unquote sexy ty pennington but you made a job that people didn't ever think of as like a you know a cool sexy job i mean you took i mean you, you kind of put a a very important title on carpentry Okay, it's time to take a quick little break. Sorry to interrupt, but we have another sponsor we just have to tell you guys about because we love Aura Frames. Everyone knows we love Aura. Yes. If you're They're a new listener, then this yeah. is new information. If you're not, chances are you probably already bought an Aura Frame because we love them and you've heard us talk about them and you know they make an amazing gift. What they are is a digital frame. Now, when, I, when we hear digital frames, you think of like really unattractive, gadgety looking, something that is just going to wind up in hidden in your house because you don't want to throw it away. This is not that thing. This is beautiful. They're gorgeous living room frames. Yeah, it was one of Oprah's favorite things in 2018. Basically, you can put unlimited free photo storage on it so you never run out of space. Like every single of the 10,000 photos you have on your iPhone can instantly go up onto your Aura Frame. And the coolest thing is, is that you can um, have anyone else in your family share their photos with your frame. So it is unbelievably ridiculous. We think this is a good Father's Day frame. It's coming up. Um, we think it would be good potentially uh, for Mother's Day as well. Well, definitely for Mother's Day. But if you hear this in time for Mother's Day, we have an amazing code basically go to auraframes.com and use the code welcome home and you'll get $50 off any frame you choose they just released a beautiful new limited edition wooden frame that's kind of cool as well but they're very sleek beautifully packaged they almost I mean the packaging almost is like iPhone sleek packaging you yeah. know how you break it out and you're like you could this is so user friendly yeah you can't this is mess one of those up. things you could order off the website and have it sent right to them you don't have to you don't have to wrap it seriously it's amazing um, and then also once some, you can send it to somebody out of state and you can still do all of this virtually, all of this digitally, and you can get the app on your phone and send photos to family members or friends in other parts of the country. Graham, you know what we should do? What? 
we should hook up our aura frames and I can send you photos. I will never let you have access to my aura <laughs> frame. All right. You will never send me anything electronically. <laughs> I can only imagine what I'd be. Oh my gosh, how fun would it be to be able to control your aura frame? <laughs> you will never get control of my aura frame, FYI. But for those of you who feel generous, AuraFrames.com, use the code welcome home, and you'll definitely get $50 off. There's a possibility you may get $60 off, but we're not oh, sure. Graham, so stop saying that. It's not true. I have to edit out every time you say that. It's $50 off, okay? That's a really good deal. Why do you have to be so stingy? It's a really good deal. It is a really good deal. Um, yeah. Okay. Enjoy. One other thing. Aura has just released a new feature that lets you pre-select photos to the person who receives the frame in the box. They plug it in. Boom. The photos are already on there. I almost want to buy you another frame fully loaded with pictures of me. <laughs> You're making this sound more and more less and less appealing. Thank you, Aura. Back. To, let's get back to Ty. I want to talk about, you brought up trading spaces which is kind yeah. of where you got your start, or at least where we saw you get your start in a public way. That show, okay, so my husband was deployed for a year. Let me tell you what I did that entire year. I just binge watched Trading Spaces. My mom and I sat on the couch and we'd watch hours and hours of Trading Spaces. I, I have to know the real scoop. Really, 48 okay. hours? Did it really happen in 48 hours? And sometimes, I mean, it was like the dark of night when you were done. Are you kidding me? Yes, of course it was 48 hours. I mean, here's the thing. We would- uh, Did you sleep though? In a what? Did you sleep or did you just work for 48 hours straight and then sleep for a week? Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Here's the, the gospel on that. Um, yes. So after the audition I did like in, in Tennessee, I, I drove all the way up from Atlanta to do this audition. I walk in, there's all these really tall, handsome dudes with these brand new tool belts. And I'm like, oh boy, okay, I'm not going to get this job. I'm like, great. I was like, but I had this kitchen that was due. Like I had to be back. I had to finish this job. So I had to turn around and go back. So I finally get to uh, audition with Frank and I, I could see that, you know, from the remnants of all these other materials that are lying around, I could see that Frank was going to see this. He's like, Hey, what's your name? I'm like, Ty. He goes, Oh, hi, Ty. Why don't you build me a box? And I could tell he wanted me to build him a flower box. Instead, I started measuring his height. And I was like, so you want me to build you a box? I can do that. And so the cameraman started laughing because he realized I was going to build Frank a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so that's kind of like probably the moment that, uh, but I think it was also my attitude. I literally was like, look, I, I don't care if you guys want to do this little television, fun little project you're doing. I think it's great. I actually have a kitchen, dude. Long story short, I actually got the job. I couldn't believe I did. Um, but once I got the job, no joke, I didn't have an assistant. So I like was doing six projects in one house. And then I had Laurie in the other. And she had wood flooring to go down she had a bookshelf she had a mirror above the fireplace she had a mantle that needed to go in so that's another five projects or something and here i am it's like four in the morning and i'm still putting flooring down and this producer leans down and goes ty you really should probably go home and get some sleep just a couple hours we've got a big real reveal today and i'm like dude i'm like well if i don't do it who's gonna and he's like well you know you can say no right and i was like what he goes yeah you don't have to finish and i go Oh my God, it's television. And, um, <laughs> wait, 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 I'm still <laughs> Who was going to do the work? <laughs> well, that's just it. I could say, no, I can't do all these projects. No, okay. you can't have five. You can have three. And oh, okay. Like, 
So my point was- That was sort of one of the best parts of the show when they would like fight with you like, please, Ty, please, can you build me this bookcase? And you'd be like, I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) But then you'd always build it. But it was real, it was real because in the beginning, I really didn't have anyone else. And I'm like, yo, so, and then when they would come out to me, I was so exhausted. I would just be like, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. What, what did you say? And so, uh, and that wasn't good TV. So it was smart for everyone for Ty to get a little bit of rest. So, um, so anyway, I, um, it, it wasn't until later on that, um, you know, I realized, okay, look, let's keep it to like three projects. You people are insane. Like, first of all, I can't give anybody five pieces of project like for forty dollars you don't get five pieces of furniture okay you get like one made out of cardboard at best and so, uh, so, uh, that makes me happy i feel like there's a lot of schmalarkey on the renovation shows today like they'll go in and they'll say we could redo your half your house for forty thousand dollars and i'm like yeah right in what dream world is it being subsidized somehow i don't want to comment well, on that Ty works for free on, i'm not <laughs> on all those shows but like I, I will tell you this i'll tell you this like Trading spaces, what you saw happen was real. And here's why I'm, I'm being honest with you, because we didn't necessarily always do it right. I mean, dude, I would, I would see like a couple of episodes that I wasn't on just to see like what it was like. And not to say that I did anything better than the other carpenter, but I saw Genevieve using liquid nail on the back of ceramic tile. And I was like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? I was, like, I was like, no, no, that's not how that's done. So I'm like, oh, great. America is going to believe they can use liquid nails on ceramic tiles now. Wait, like, awesome. America is getting used to shoddy craftsmanship? What? No, yeah, I don't, see, I don't like, think anything's slipping in our cultural in norm. In the beginning, we were all just basically artists who took on this you know, job. I was the only one who actually had been doing construction for a living. So like I knew enough, you know, to like, and I did fine furniture, but I didn't, I mean, look, when they right. give you, and just so you know too, anybody mm-hmm. out there who's a carpenter, okay, we didn't have pneumatic, you know, air compressors. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, we had two guns. They were the, they were the, the, the CO2 cartridge pass loads. Mm-hmm. And anybody knows what I'm talking about. You yeah. had your flaming nail gun and you had your finishing nail gun. And more times than not, you would get it jammed and then you'd run out of CO2 cartridges and then you'd have to like, just use like tacks to put things together. And I'd be like, I cannot work like this. So just so you know, like that stuff was real because we, just, we, made, we made something out of nothing. And I think to be honest with you, it was, that, it was like the early Beatles. Because we had nothing, we created really amazing stuff because we didn't have any other choice. Yeah, because there was no budget. Okay, so what about, no budget, no time, but what about, can I ask one more question about Fruiting Spaces? Sure. I told you yeah. this is my favorite show. Tell me if you can remember one time where you had a homeowner who was just did not like it or was mad. Like, did you have any times where you just kind of were like, let's go, we gotta go, get out of town. Oh my God, there was this one, um, I forget her name. There's this chick who, oh God, I want to remember her name. She was like first season stuff. She was out of New York and she wore glasses, but she basically made this entire room out of like metal buckets. And, um, and this guy was from Philly and may or may not have had mob connections. And we were like, <laughs> like he was like, I want to talk to her right now. And we were like, get her, get her out, get her, get her in the car, get her gone. Like, like, like there are definitely these moments where people are like, absolutely, you know, my favorite are the ones when the neighbors like start a attacking each other because you know i hate brown but, um, <laughs> so like, 
and and just so you know uh you know that's what led me to like want to go do a different show where people like cried for the right reasons instead of the wrong reasons like what have you mm. done to my kitchen but i think that's some of the best television ever though because look you know when you go on trading spaces you're getting a variety pack you don't know what your designer is going to be and more like nine out of 10, the room is going to be gorgeous. It's so much better than what you had. Are you kidding me? However, you may or may not like the color or whatever. You can change that. It's not like we ever like, well, it's not true. It's not like we ever did something like I had to stay one time and help people peel like wine labels off their kitchen because I felt so bad. But uh, anyway, speaking of trading spaces, I just want to tell you guys. So on the new season, uh, you know, they brought me back as a designer and a carpenter, but I've been designing a bunch of the rooms. There's this one coming up. I think they're calling it the extreme episode. Mm -hmm. And I do this country room for this, this couple who really loves country. And I, turn, I, I really do an amazing room. I mean, it's beautiful. And as you know, everybody loves country. And for me, like, I try not to do what everybody else does or loves. I just, like, I'm just, I try and go above beyond. But I just want you to know, like, I, uh, I added something really special to the end of the reveal. <laughs> And oh to, oh yeah uh it's awesome so when they said country i i went i went above and beyond and i said you know what what's what's in the country farms and what's on farms farm animals yeah so uh anyway i just want you to tune into that reveal it's going to be really special i wish I you could get like wait. i wish you could get like like aroma sound and smell on your tv because it was just a rich <laughs> reveal that's all i had to say anyway, <laughs> I love that. I had one. We've had a lot of people who've been very excited. We need to know what a day is like in your life, Ty. Like, give us a day. Oh, oh, and also, what's your workout routine? I know you have to talk about every everyone asking you to take your shirt off and move that buzz, but like, you take you do a lot to stay in shape. Like, what's a day in the life like, and what is your current fitness routine? Are you guys? Oh, wait, oh hold on, sorry. Can, I, can we start over? You were muted for some reason. No, go ahead. Yeah, I may have hit a button. Go ahead. Uh, so. Sorry. Anyway, I think it's hilarious what you were saying, um, because like back in the day, I would go on these appearances and I would set up these demos showing people how to make this or make that. And I would look out and they would just look like so bored. And then someone would yell, can you just take your shirt off? And I was like, oh my God. It was Graham. It was <laughs> and I was like, wow. So that's it, huh? It's just T and A. That's 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 really what it's all about. It's a trade right. question, but we asked a bunch of our listeners. And I'm sorry, Ty. You're just gonna keep getting it. That's what they that's, wanted. Yeah, that's what they wanted to know. That's what they want to know. You We're know giving what? the people it's, what they want. <laughs> it's so it's sad but true. They're like, Dad, that's great. You're creative. Big deal. Now look. Now, uh, now smile for the camera. Perfect. Um, you know what? Hey, I'm glad that. Uh, let's face it. I had an awesome job on train spaces. I basically got to work half naked out in the backyard, get like, you know, building things without a camera even being on me, which was like paradise. Uh, the worst part about being like designers, you have to actually be clothed and be inside and in every scene. But uh, so look, you know, I'm one of those people like, yeah, yeah, it was so horrible, but uh, it's hilarious. I, you know, it's funny with this world we live in in social media where most people like post their workouts and all that mm -hmm. other stuff. Like, I'm actually, believe it or not, not as narcissistic as one would think I am. I just like, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I just don't. Well, you did go out and say you're America's favorite carpenter. Like, come on, Sai. <laughs> come on, Sai. Okay. Yeah, that was a, that was a group decision. Group decision. But, uh, but no, I mean, I, I work out because like I have to. Look, I, I grew up playing soccer. And so like I, 
I thrive on sort of being shaved and, and, uh, and now that, now that I've, I, oh, by the way, here's a catch. If you guys think, um, all the ladies out there want to see me shirtless, I live with my mother again. So like, what a catch. <laughs> Um, well, so, we'll let you go on that. We, we're more interested right. in your we, we have to ask you one more question before we let you go, because you did. But no, but that's, that's who I work out with. Actually, I use her as the old bag, and I punch her out. It's fantastic. <laughs> love not true. I can tell. No, not true. Um, not true. I, wanna, I do want to bring up Extreme, Extreme Makeover Home Edition, because that was, yes. like, that show, I mean, you could not watch that show. That was the greatest show on television. It was so good. Okay, so at home, I would sit there and cry and be like, these people, I mean... What was it like to actually get to meet people? Like these people were just all just world's nicest people. And what you did for them was amazing. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to even for anyone who wasn't there to really try and describe like how amazing that was. And, and, and the reason is what I'm saying is, is like you really got to know these people in a very short time. And in that short time, you really understood their story. But then you got to know their family. You got to know their friends while they were on vacation and we were building them the house. But I don't think anyone can truly understand the gratification you get from being an artist and doing something that's very custom and very particular to that particular person and then seeing that reaction and realizing that what you used your talent and your creativity and your heart to do really impacted their lives and it changed them forever. And that's why as an artist, I strive to do so much more now. It's like, you can't just do a sketch and be like, oh, that's amazing. It, there has to be such a bigger meaning now because you've, you've climbed a mountain, you've seen the view from the top. And it's like extreme, like it's one of the greatest, uh, not only television shows, but experiences that anybody, whether it be me, whether it be one of the other designers, whether it be a volunteer in blue shirts, whether it be the, the construction crew and the builder that built a house, that they'll tell you the same thing. It's one of the best experiences they've ever had in their life because you were part of a bigger movement of, of change. You really did move mountains. And television shows just don't do that. Like what we were, were so, it was so special. And so it's, it's one of those lightnings in a bottle that, that only happens like once in a lifetime. So uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that, except um, I was super lucky to be part of it. Mm, well, yeah, we missed that show. That was really, that was awesome. Um, was well, Ty, thank you so much for Wait, coming on the show. Round? Do we have a few seconds for a lightning yeah, round? Will you sit that for a lightning round for it with us? It's basically, we ask round. you, we ask you yeah, some questions and you just say the first thing that comes into yeah. your head. Okay. okay. Fire away. Fire away. Okay. Okay. So this new trend of tile that looks like wood, genius or more for commercial properties? Uh, genius if, um, if you like wood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's really made out of tile. Okay. Here's the answer. If you live in areas like Florida where you, you literally could be flooded, then, mm -hmm. but you want the floor to look like wood, it's a genius idea because what if you wanted to mimic that look on the ceiling and all of a sudden you've got, oh, it's almost the same. So yeah, I think, <laughs> look, Tile is so much better than so many other products. It's so much more durable. Um, but yes, do I hate faux of anything? Absolutely. Oh, you're so awesome. Okay, pulling up old carpets and finding beautiful wood floors underneath. Disney fairy tale or, oh yeah, that can totally happen. Disney fairy tale that happens once in a blue moon. <laughs> cool. Excellent. Okay. Okay, TLC has just done the revival of Trading Spaces, which you're starring in. What show would you most like to see a revival of? Cheers, Who's the Boss, or Night Court? Oh, man, that's tough. Or you could pick another one, because those are kind of lame. 
Um, <laughs> Those are all excellent okay. shows, Graham. They're excellent. I'm going to say a couple of others that are like so old, people are going to be like, oh my God. Okay. All in the Family and Barney Miller. Oh, All in the Family. Man, they had some hot issues. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they really did. They were ahead of their time. I actually used to like the Jeffersons. I thought that was a yeah. great show. Not the oh Jetsons. All the of Jeffersons. that was good. That all was of that was good. good stuff. Oh, uh-huh. And here's one, other, here's one other one. Arrested Development was hilarious. Oh, okay, uh, hilarious. Okay, something that Pinterest will try to convince us to build, but really it's much better to just buy it unless you're tidy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, mm, Okay, I'm going to name a few. Okay. Gigantic Dollhouse, Treehouse, Doghouse. What else? Yeah, I would say Outhouse. Yeah. Any house, really. Any kind of, like a she shed. I love the she shed concept. Like, don't build your own. Have somebody else build it for you. I would look into prices because, like, you could build your own, like, shed. But there are also, like, really affordable kits that come together that are amazing. Okay. That's good. We like that. Okay. All right. This is, this is cheesy. If we haven't, if we haven't gone there already, we're just going to, since your name is Ty, we're going to ask you a question about ties. Do you prefer (laughs) bow ties, neckties, or Thai food? (laughs) Okay, I love Thai food, and I especially love wearing an ascot while I'm eating it. So, oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was and the right th- answer. Ty, you got that one right. That was ding, 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 one. ding. We will let you renovate our house. <laughs> <laughs> for free. Five projects, Ty. Five right, projects. for free. As oh, long yeah. as you make us cry. <laughs> you are delightful. Thank you. We are thrilled to uh, read your new book, um, Life to the Extreme with Ty Pennington. We are going to um, put everyone, we'll have the link to where they can find it in our show notes. And Ty, thank you so much for coming on our show today. Hey, thank you guys. And make sure you're too. You guys are awesome. Thank you.